Let me see if I've done this right. I think I have, for a change. I've actually given mm -hmm. someone the right name. Yes, perfect. Right. Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers live cast. Except if you're watching this uh, or listening to it elsewhere after the day, it's Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers podcast. My name is Ryan. I am not Terry. I am British. And I'm joined by D. Also British. Yeah. Also British. So if I don't sound as hyperactive and as crazy as uh, I was last week, well, we'll have to get over it. So um, last week, it was mm -hmm. it was myself, Terry, and uh, uh, Duncan. Okay. And we were talking. We spent a good two thirds of the podcast talking about my trip to the wrestling show that me and Martin went to. Went to okay. see Sob Pro Wrestling. We. We saw first rain, and I had a little bit of a cough and a sore throat. And I put it down to being at a wrestling show for four hours and shouting all night. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's a relatively logical conclusion. Conclusion. Uh, Monday, yeah, alright. Gained a bit more of a cough. It was a little bit annoying. Uh, did the Spooktober stream of Immortality. My god, that is a weird ass game, and we will be back on that. Um, well, if you're watching this, evil. if you're watching this live, it'll be back on tomorrow. Hmm? Sorry, D. I want more Resident Evil. Yeah, well, you get to do more Resident Evil at some point. Hmm. Um, but uh, not not tomorrow night at nine p.m. because uh, I'm afraid. Uh, I might call in Sally. Ah, fair enough. So, um, yeah, Tuesday morning last week, I woke up and it's safe to say uh, feeling like shit was an understatement. <sighs> Found my manager, I just got, I'm feeling like shit, I'll be back in possibly tomorrow. Because it was just like, alright, I'm obviously just not feeling great from the, the, the show. Get a mm. night's sleep, or get like a, a day's sleep, just Sweat it out. That'll be all great. And I thought at that point, you know what I'll do? Just to be just to be safe. And there's a reason why I was going to say just to be safe. Um, there was someone at the pay-per-view, or the, the show. We don't know who it was. But there was a... Um, and I think Martin can back me up on this. There was a over-the-top whiff... Of menthol or eucalyptus. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, there we go. Uh, as Martin said. Uh, it's more I'm backing Martin up at this point because he brought the attention. And I, to be fair, I smelled it after that fact. It was just like, do you smell like eucalyptus? I'm like, yeah. Someone's ill and should not be here. Because if you if you're whiffing that much of of menthol and eucalyptus, you are hiding a pretty savage cold at the minimum. Not uh, you know you know or worse, it could be COVID. Lo and behold, I took a lateral flow test, 
that same Tuesday morning. And within half an hour there, I was phoning my manager back to tell him I tested positive. I take it my manager's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, my manager, to be fair, my manager's pretty sweet when it comes to that. He's like, are you, are you not feeling well? No. All right, no worries. Just let me know when. Spending the rest of the week telling him, yeah, it's uh, getting worse until Friday, where it's like, it's starting to get better. I'm now actually able to look at, you know, light without immediately <laughs> thinking that I'm a fucking vampire. Um, I have to yeah. all the time, more or less. Oh, no, it was just, the, it was like a headache. It was just a constant pulsing headache. It was just like... Oh, uh, migraine. No, it, like was, a well, it wasn't well, like a migraine, but it wasn't, but still. Yeah, so the conclusion that we've got to is whoever was going around smelling of that smelling of that herbal mm. not not that herb but that herbal um had covid and decided fuck it I'm not missing this opportunity so they went to the show spread it like the plague a lot of, right a lot of people didn't get out of this very well. We, well, a lot of people had got from the show feeling really crummy. One of the talent included, I saw a tweet from Commander Sterling saying that they had had to sort of like cancel training for their next show that was happening in Preston this weekend um, because they felt like death. But they didn't have COVID. Like how the how the fuck did that happen? Honestly, it's just mad. So yeah, that's why I've spent my spent my uh, my week feeling sorry for myself. Just mm. to just to confirm on that, Martin then tested later on in the week and uh, managed to. I don't know how. Well, it started off with him having a faint, COVID line and all, and then a couple of days later he tested again and he got a. Um, you are bound. It was it was about as solid as it could be, line. Ah, so um, congratulations, you broke Pregante. Uh No, so so yeah, I spent my days feeling sorry for myself, and that then leads to what I've played. Because okay. when you have nothing but time, you might as well play a game, right? And I've um, been bashing and living daylights out of that loop. Ah. Uh, we will get to you in your progress through death loop. Uh, in fact, actually, no. How about this? You start with your discussion on death loop. Have you talked about this on the podcast before? Good. It's nice to see your memory is intact. Uh, probably not. Um, okay. So I haven't been on the podcast for a few weeks, have I? You haven't. I think I've talked about death loop though, so we can we can skip the what's death loop about all that oh. business. The whole day thing. Yeah. Well, so, so yeah. I mean, like I say, check a couple of podcasts ago. We talked about Deathloop. Everyone's played Deathloop now. D has played Deathloop. Uh, I've so played it to death almost. You've played it to death, Loop. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it, D. I'm, I'm going to do it. That's, yeah, that's right. You but no, um, Well, basically, I've got to the point where I've completed all the storyline. So I've done the final loop twice. Right. Uh, the only thing left is if I want to nitpick and do uh, achievements that take like 0.014 players have got this. 
Right, and I know you, so you've been trying it. Kind of. Yeah. I, out of all the bosses, there's one boss I can't get the um, unique achievement for. Right. That's Wurenji. Okay. So you have to kill so... all. You have to kill all fifteen Wurenjis in ninety seconds. Oh no 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 no! I'm <laughs> off. I'm off. See it? Nope. Nope. I've done every other one of them. I've got their their special death, along with their like permanent death thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the only thing I need to do at some point, if I want to do all the achievements, I need to play as Julia. Ah, uh, uh, right, and um, and and, and, ru- and ruin people's days. Well, it links to the game. What I was gonna say is, if you play in Deathloop. Yeah, I know what you'd be looking to try and do. Get my fucking achievements out. Because um, that's the only way you can get most of the couple of the achievements and the uh, Colt's costumes. You have to PvP for it. We should explain on this that generally you can... It has an online component, but you can play single player. And Single I player think is Colt. La- hmm? Yeah, the single player is Colt. Um, Julia is PvP. Well, no. I mean, I mean, you can set the server to single player. Mm. So, yeah, you can. Uh, which you can't is, do which is what this coward here that I'm pointing at myself does. Because that's what I pretty much. Do. I've set mine to friends only. She she has a particular set of rules. If I believe, if I remember on this, is that she can't invade a map. So the idea is this: as Colt, you're trying to break this loop. She of only time she only this. invades with a visionary. That's what I was about to get to. But I was just sort of going backwards a little bit and just. Given mm. on the idea is like, yeah, you've got to break this loop, but players can invade the game or the AI, but it follows a certain set of rules. Like D said, the bosses of the game are called visionaries, and if you can only invade maps that have a visionary in them, um, there's another rule as well. She can uh, that's it. She can only invade a map um, three times per loop as well, or something something along that sort of idea so she can't um, she can't just keep harassing you um but that can come in two ways either as an npc or by another player just playing as julia yeah because the like I've, I've done the beginning part of her storyline which is basically she's just sat there feeling sorry for herself and another version of her says she's found colt and then she just goes in just like all right, cool. I'll just travel through multiple dimensions to take on multiple cults and yeah. fuck him up. Yeah, uh, it's basically... Um, yeah, it's basically Julia. There's other bits about Julia that you find out as you go on. Mm-hmm. Like near the end. Yeah. What her... You kind of find out the reason, mostly the what her why she's is. so pissed off with cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah... Uh, Julia's actual ability is called Masquerade. Yeah, she can um, she basically can pull an Assassin's anyone. Creed. She can, yeah. She can wear anyone as a face, including Colt. That's one of the achievements. But you see, what I'd have to understand is, as Colt, if I saw Yourself. Juliana just come in as Colt... <laughs> I would immediately. I should be immediately suspicious. I should be immediately <laughs> suspicious. But yeah, if you want any things on how to get each boss, I, I know how to do everything. Mm. 
I think I might, yeah, I might get around to it. I think it's like Deathloop's my, currently at the moment, it's my my chill game. Like if I really don't want to do anything else in the day, which is which is weird considering something like Deathloop. Um, well, in Deathloop, it's how yeah, am I going to kill myself good. today? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. How am I? How am I going to screw everything up this well, week? Um, the thing I'm only doing now with Deathloop as well is the whole the nitty gritty crap. Mm. Uh, so following all the little breadcrumbs and everything. Yeah. Because that's Cause that was only... the other thing, wasn't it? It's like these breadcrumbs give you sort of hints on how to basically maximize the loop or give you alternate ways of... I've had to read a couple of wikis and some other, a couple of other things because I was like, don't get it. Because mm. <laughs> in, in essence, Deathloop is one giant puzzle game yeah, masquerading was, um, as a, a first-person stealth it was how to get. It was how to get um, Charlie's death. Hmm. His unique death, sorry. Right. Because there's two ways you can kill Charlie. There's two Charlie deaths that you need to do. Charlie's unique death on his own. What is to get him to kill himself? Well, get the others to kill him. Huh. You have to get the AI... Uh, you have to get 2-bit to um, be a traitor. I see. <laughs> Which is weird, because I've, I've, I've liked how like some of some things have gone down. I mean, you look at the like the world of Borderlands... And you, there's a method behind the madness, D, don't worry, I'll get to it in a minute. So you look at something like Borderlands where everyone's all gone crazy and native because the big corporation that wanted to dig for treasure just, just pulled out and just yeah, left vault. everyone there. And they all went native and went crazy. Hmm. Then you look at something like Bulletstorm, or the game, the game Bulletstorm, where it's like, oh, everyone went native and went crazy because of a military training exercise that only allowed you to get fed and reloaded as a military personnel by performing flashy kills. So it's like the ability to live on this planet was on a points-based system. And then you, so then you look at Deathloop, which is people have managed to find an anomaly on an island that allows them to live the same day over and over again but retain their memories well, no, the only of, people of the, that, the only people that retain memories. There's four people in total. Colt, the Juliana, Colt, Colt, Juliana, two bit does, right? And there's a character in the Rock that you, mm. um, Pike, right? Is an NPC. Well, there's like everyone knows at that point that they they cannot die because of the whole complex. Um, security system that they've got in place in order to prevent the loop from breaking, which is to kill every visionary at the same time. The only other one that knows the about... Resets. The only other one that knows kind of what's going on is Wenji, because she mm. goes, Colt and Juliana are different. Mm. And if we've picked up on that, and the fact that Julia, what they, what Wenji now does is there's 15 of them, they're all Wenji. Yeah. They're just from different timelines. Yeah. But, still, so there's this idea, and the weird thing on this is that rather than an experiment on how they could use this time loop effectively, they just party. Well, to the rest of the NPCs, it's the first day. They, they, they're Groundhog Day, it. They don't uh, know. Yeah. To I them, it's just day one. Ish. Let's have a party. Yeah. When well, Jean knows, there's only basically the visionaries that will know that something's up. 
Yeah, but I mean, again, even at that point, the visionaries have this whole thing to experiment on how to, you know, effectively I mean, use time. They don't actually, they don't even try. The only one that actually is trying is Wenji. Mm. The rest of them don't care. Yeah. So it's, and you find it's... out why they don't care, meaning they forget. They basically have all of amnesia, yeah. except for Wenji. Meh. And that's anyway. what happens to Colt effectively. Colt forgets eventually. Hmm. But meh. That, that's that's that. So that's your that's your death loop experience. So for me, and then I've been doing my Resident Evil. Yes, uh, the Resident Evil uh, Spooktober playthroughs as well. Uh, as started, it started on Saturday, didn't it? Not. Yeah, it was oh, Saturday because yes. we didn't do it. We didn't do a stream yesterday because I wasn't well enough to do RPM podcast. streams. And uh, I thought the podcast was going to happen. So. Podcast. So yeah. Um, for me, I played. Well, I played a rhythm game. Uh, it's a rhythm game. I couldn't tell you the name of. Ico. Ah, uh, 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 yeah, here we go. Uh, not that one. What series is it? It says it's called the Taiko no Tatsujin series. Um, where you basically, the rhythm game is that you're a, well, you're a Taiko drum. You know, the old Japanese drums with the skins and the clicky uh, okay. you know, wooden blocks. Um, but uh, I ended up getting the one that played on Game Pass. Uh, so that's, okay. Taiko, that's uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, uh, the drum master. And it's pretty simple controls. If you've, you know, well, if you've got a pad, if you've got a taiko drum, it's probably a bit more complicated, but I don't know how you managed to get a taiko drum working on an Xbox. So, uh, yeah, so we've got this pad as a demonstration. And there's only two types of beats on a, uh, on, a on a pad, on the game. This is like, this is, there's red notes and blue notes. Okay. That's it. Sometimes there's bits where you have to drum roll or pop a balloon or or uh, open up a confetti ball, the disco ball thing. But the controls are all pretty much the same. So your red beats on a, on a standard controller are either by pressing... Uh, let me just think. A and B. No, it's not A and B. X and A. Or down and right. And they're your red notes. For your blue notes, it's up and left. Or Y and X. Uh, sorry, B and X. Or the bumpers and triggers. And they're your normal notes. But then they do big versions of the notes. So if it's a red note, you have to push down and A. Or any of those combinations of buttons I was telling you about. And for the big blue buttons, it's up and a trigger or Y or whatever. Big combinations. You can change the controls if you want. But there's a lot complex and difficult to play for something that only has functionally two notes because uh, turns out they want to put a lot of finger pushing on there in the arcade you don't get a pad you get a giant oversized drum with a couple of wooden blocks oh, okay you're playing an actual taiko drum it's a bit like donkey conga where you actually mm. played proper conga drums mm. so uh yeah but i enjoyed it I was enjoying it, and it was nice. Um, some of the songs are weird, because it can go from... There's there's types, there's vocaloid music, pop music. It has a game that... I, it has a song that I refuse to play in fucking October, because it's got a Christmas. cover of... It's got a cover of Last Christmas. Oh, God. 
So, uh, yeah, no, not not happening, not happening at all. Um, so there's there's that. Uh, there was there's anime music in there. There's a uh, Charla Hechala, you know. Oh, Dragon, Dragon, Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Charla Hechala. Um, there's, yeah, there's Japanese there's, cover there's, for there's classic Dragon music. Z. There's classical music. Um. Like the entertainer, you know. I played that on placement last week. Oh. Well, I have to think cafe. I got told you can play whatever music you want, but it has to fit in the theme of the cafe. Do 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 bum 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 bum. I didn't uh, do that you could go with oh. ele- you could go with element of music. Well, it's anything. Oh, we have Spotify, so it's anything from Spotify. Uh. Um. So the other ones like uh, a lot of pop seems mm. to be a thing. Yeah. It's not heavy metal or anything like that. Because ah. if you go off of my headset, it would be heavy metal. But I was, oh. Uh, and I tried nightcore, and I went. They went. No. <laughs> Where did you in any way think that that's a music that you play at a cafe? It was upbeat. I said, make sure it's upbeat. Night car, night car is upbeat. Is it? Is it really? Got the, what its tempo is. Uh, I mean, you know, there'd be nothing worse. Like, Hi, welcome to our relaxed cafe. How can you? You know, just having Freak on a Leash by Corn playing in the back. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have a small latte to go, please. So, um, um, but yeah, so, so I played that, and yeah, there's stuff in there. I have to get used to the fact that I've got to play a couple of songs a day. It's not designed to be played like a rock band experience of going through playing, this massive tour. Yeah, because the way that it does is that every day a couple of the songs will have bonus coins that you get by completing it. And mm. then you can use those coins to buy songs, which then refresh every day. And I'm sort of just holding off um, on trying to wait for a day where something decent gets played, because there's a lot of Japanese music that I don't know, and I should give it a try. Uh, but then sometimes you'll get the melody of... Or you'll get the, the theme tune to Ridge Racer Type 4 from 1997. So, uh, you know, sometimes you buy that, or you get the the battle medley from Tales of Arise. You know, the the most recent Ar- uh, Tales game, uh, or or uh, see the one I know Pac Man medley. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna say the one from Tales that I know the most is Tales. Uh, was it White Light from Zephyr? Zestra. The intro bit. Uh, it's the intro to uh, Tales of Zestra. Where it does the dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I didn't get that. I, I still said I should be down. I, I should re-download um, Tales of uh, blah, 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 Symphonia. I think I've because I think I've got the Tales of Symphonia collection on my. Uh, Steam. I have them all on Steam. I have all of them. Tales. I think I've got. Whoops, not talks. No, I don't have all of them now. I have Zestra, Symphonia, 
and was Tales of Symphonia. Just collect cheese, tomato, lemon, and Lloyd. cucumber, and Lloyd. <laughs> See, I was trying to remember if, like, Tales of Symphonia, if, like, the online. Let's have a look at the store page. Trying to remember if it was the one, if it was just the original, isn't it? Yeah. There we go. First time on Steam based on the PlayStation 3 port of the original GameCube game. Yeah. Because we played yeah. it on GameCube. We did. As a group. I, I still enjoyed it. It's a shame. I was green. I think. I, I, I spent all my day as Lloyd. And was it Steph yeah, that was playing as. as uh, you were Lloyd. Genus. Yes, was Genus. I was Rain. And then Martin played as whatever character was the fourth person. Colette or whatever. Yeah. But because Martin ended up playing like the fourth character as the situation deemed fit. Yeah. yeah. Power Hammer, worst move ever. <laughs> no, it wasn't Power Hammer that was the worst move ever. It was the whatever the one that she just caused her to fucking fall flat on her face. Oh, Colette. That was a steal. Yeah. But it, yeah. I was uh, yeah, I keep actually forgetting that. Actually, that we figured that out that she does that on purpose, doesn't she? She pretends that she eat. Well, no, she eats shit because she's a klutz. Mm. But they turned the fact that she eats eats shit into a thief move. Yeah, it was her. I'm going to steal stuff. It was ah! whoops, wham. <laughs> the other one is when she does it through the wall at the beginning in the uh, school, and it's just a collect size hole. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a, you come there's back a, and they patch it up. Par- par- yeah, they patched it up with wood. <laughs> and yet you still see the collect-sized size hole. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, remind me. Uh, re-download Tales of Symphonia. Uh, it'd be weird It'll be weird playing Tales of Symphonia and not having the ability to just have three other people just... Mm. Control the other AI in the battle bit. You walk yeah. around as Lloyd. Yeah. You and have to walk around as Lloyd all the time. And that's what Lloyd's they did. But yeah, no, that's what they they took out of like Tales of Arise. Is that there's that's no it. there's no multiplayer functionality at all hmm. in it, which is a slight shame. But it looked like with the way that they were trying to improve the systems to to have more to do as a human. Um you know. <laughs> it didn't work as much to have more people in it, which is still a shame, but eh, I still well, rec- uh, I, sure I still, I still, I still recommend Tales of Arise uh, right this one oh, oh sorry, that one well, my right or your right mm. how about A or B so is that A, that B yes, in that case B that one, Yeah. slash colour yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be colouring Sally, that's all yeah uh, let's move on to another game I played, um, and my god, I've, I think I might have explained this to you, um, but for the for the benefit of the podcast, I'll explain it further as well. So there's a, a little RPG about anthropomorphic cats taking on anthropomorphic dogs uh, called Fuga, Melodies of Steel, a game involving a bunch of children driving a giant fuck-off tank. Okay. I wouldn't mind actually playing um, Cat 2 with someone at some point, but no one wants to play. I'm not a fan of Cat Quest. I know who it is. I looked at it, it's like, no, 
not for me, not for me, he says, and he's now, you know, because apparently what, what Ryan needs to do to play a game involving anthropomorphic cats taking on anthropomorphic dogs is add a World War II allegory to it. Yeah, I see, I, I see you're about to be confused there, D. Yeah. The other thing I won't mind playing at some point with a group is something like Days, like Spooktober, but that has to be played as a group. On your own, that does not work. Yeah. Not really a fun thing. Hey, hey a Monster Road Trip comes out in two weeks' time. Oh, okay. Next my Monster mind. Game. Next Monster I, Game. I, I've been play I've tried playing what was it, Monster Two? Monster, uh, Monster Camp. Mm-hmm. I've got I've only ever got one successful date. I can't believe I got my first successful date during um the Tuesday special. Cause it was uh what was it? Oh no, it wasn't the Tuesday special. No, I failed on that one. It was it was the one that we did for the we played OG Monster Prom. Hmm. But uh what was it? Uh, it was the green person and the blue person. Uh, uh, Damien's was the worst one I ever had. You went to the prom with me to punch me in the face. Oh, that was a special ending, was it not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I pissed off Damien that bad. He went to the, the thing, but he just dragged me into the parking lot and punched my face in. Ah, that sounds like Damien. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to Monster Road Trip because it is a a co-optional no it no it is co-op but there is a competitive element to it Um, because the idea is that it looks like you're going to be going on a road trip with Polly and Scott Scott's the dumb one isn't it hey Polly's the ghost don't don't let don't have don't have Andrea here and hearing you disparage Scott Scott is thick as two short plants but he's lovable and thick as two short planks. Um, and Polly's those the two, those two so... short planks that they use to barricade the Colette Hall. Uh, um, and Polly's the uh, drug ghost thing. Yes, she's yes, she's the <laughs> yeah, she's the ghost who wants to take part in all the vices because she's a ghost. Yep. And so she you can't can. kill her twice. Yeah. Not gonna not, and, gonna, uh, not like gonna a... overdose again, are you? Well, it's like, uh, was it Liam and Polly in the in the uh, lunchroom? Oh, we don't talk about Liam. He's boring. No, they were in the lunchroom together, uh, and they won't let him out until they get all the, their food. Ah, uh, that's a that's a slight problem. Polly can't eat, and Liam's a vampire, so he well, doesn't eat. Well, I mean, technically, if you look at the rules of something like Vampire the Masquerade, I've learned by watching a <coughs> by watching a, a set of um, loading ready run. Uh, streams called uh, uh, Not a Drop to Drink, A Tale of Vancouver Island by Night. Mm. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a discussion on that one of the vampires just can't help the fact that he's a vampire, so still eats human food. But as a vampire in the world of Vampire the Masquerade, if you eat human food, it doesn't go anywhere. You're dead as a vampire. Yeah, you have no digestion system, so there's only one way food you eat is coming back out, and one of the characters just cannot help but still want to eat a hamburger. Yep, it's just madness. But anyway, um, 
where were we? Fuga, horrifying story, World War Two allegory. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're a, a bunch of children who've had their parents taken away from them. Uh, they they live in a nondescript, not French village, and they have been, oh. their parents have been kidnapped by a bunch of fascist dogs called the Burman Army. They're not German. The Burman. Honestly, they're Burman. Um, so the idea is that you go through uh, encounters on a roguelike style track in this giant tank and the children can all speak to each other and learn, you know, get friends with each other and learn special attacks. Um, they can end up being slotted into the cannons of this giant tank. Three different oh, types yeah. of it. Three different types of attack. You got a cannon, uh, which is the all-round attack. No, it's not. It's the grenade launch with the all-round. It's not too slow, not too fast. Deals a moderate amount of damage. You got the cannon, which is slow but deals a lot of damage. And then you got the machine gun, which is very fast, but doesn't deal shit all damage. And there's various different ways of using the combinations of children in these tanks in order to provide the best. Uh, solutions to destroying the dirty Berman hordes. Mm. But what it has is probably the most horrifying mechanic in a video game. And and that's and I, I don't mean that in like a scary, you know, scary gore, blood and guts mechanic in a game. No, no, no. I mean this. You can die at any point or like during any battle. Um, and if it's a normal battle you'll die and you can restart from the previous checkpoint or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Boss battles are different. You can still die, but once you get to half HP or lower, you get the option to just skip the boss battle. Um, yeah, I think I've explained this to you and Steph, and mm-hmm. I'm going to explain it to the audience stream. as well as the stream. So you get a function called the Soul Cannon. And the soul cannon allows you to just you've basically just said you've you've gone, you've cried uncle it's it's time to move on, you want to carry on with the game, just one shot the boss. And the game goes that's fine. Choose a child. Why? Choose a child. They will fire the soul cannon and skip that boss. Don't worry about it. And you, you learn this in the tutorial, so it's like, alright, I'll choose this character. They don't seem to have been getting along with the rest of the other children. It's fine. Right, cool. We're now going to kill that child so you can skip this boss. Uh, pardon fuck? <laughs> I just say it's a soul cannon. I mean, yeah, and it's just like, oh yeah, it requires a life. And I'm like, alright, no, I thought that mean they put a life in it to fuel it. It's like, no, 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 we basically, they go in, we absorb them. Soylent Green style, and then just fire them out of a boss and instantly kill them. I was like, cool, right, I beat the boss. Yeah, you'd now also lost the kid. So, the whole idea of this game at this point, and but so far, after that tutorial and that forced use of the system, so far, I've gone about four levels in now, or four chapters in, um, I've been able to figure out the mechanics of each boss to the point that I haven't needed to sacrifice one of my one of my like children that I'm trying to keep safe to get them with their parents. I mean, it's going to be one hell of a depressing ending if I kill one of them 
and then it's just like, oh, they, the children reunite with their parents, apart from the parents of one child who was brutally smeared along the fucking outer <laughs> shell of a tank. <laughs> you know, so that there's, that mechanics in there, and other than that, and that, other than that horrifying thought that makes me, I guess it makes me feel like, right, I need to do whatever I can to keep these, these precious balls of fur, alive. Mm. Um, so you know, that all comes along, with, and and yeah, I'm enjoying it, but that's always going to be in my mind, and it's going to be sort of, woof. So uh, right, we've got less than 20 minutes to go so let's play a game of uh, how quickly can we get through the news okay. I was going to say was it Wordle or oh, Waddle or whatever it's not Loddle no We've, I've got news okay got news and I'll post the first link in here this one's from Eurogamer but it did end up on another couple of sites as well um, so have you heard of a, a device called the Steam Deck? Vaguely. It's basically a portable console that you can play Steam games on. Mm. Uh, it's really popular. People have to pre-order it. Um, no normal human that's not like a gaming influencer kind of has one yet. Okay. Minus a few other people. And it's great. Uh, you can play all these Steam games on there. They're all, it's designed that you know that there's a huge list of games that can be played on this portable device. Um, so Valve wanted to show off a promotional video for the Steam Deck. Okay. Um, unfortunately, in this promotional video, at the time, there was um. <laughs> There's no other way of saying this. There was a Nintendo Switch emulator lurking in the library. We're going to show off this great device to play all these PC-capable games. And also Pokemon Violet. So, uh, I'm wondering... Um, thinking we weren't happy about that. Well, it was Valve's own promotional video. And Nintendo... Well, Nintendo wouldn't be happy. So, I mean, the, the thing is on this is that... So the, the emulator is called Yuzu, and let's be honest, emulate uh, emulators are legal to a point. So they're legal for you to use to emulate games you own on other devices. You know, I know, everyone else knows that people use emulators to play games they don't own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, people people have done it all the time. I'm not saying that, you know, that somewhere in this house there is a computer that's running EPSX 2 uh, with a copy of Shadow Hearts uh, Revenant on it. Or Covenant, even. You see, it's not me, because I didn't even know the name of the game. Mm. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a topic that's because you know that if someone's got Yuzu on there, they wouldn't be playing it for 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 that. So uh, yeah, the video is now being re-uploaded without the image of the clear Nintendo Switch emulator being on there. 
I mean, they are absolutely mental as well. D, you'd like you'd like a stream uh, a Steam Deck, yeah? Say you were just given one, or okay. you were told you could have one for just a small cost. Mm. Uh, yeah, three hundred and forty nine pound for a sixty four gigabyte model. Five hundred and sixty nine pounds for a half terabyte model. And let's just think of it this way: you wouldn't be getting massive. And I mean, That's I don't know what game. considered. To, yeah, you're not going to get a big game on there. I mean, well, one of the one like, of, on a sixty four. What? Yeah, one of their screenshots shows Tales of Horizon. I can absolutely guarantee you that wouldn't end up on the base model. It's no. like seventy five gig. But like um, DSX or anything like that. Mm. Any big games? Yeah, Lego game, sure. But you know, that's that's that that's that's more Stream Deck Steam Deck things. And to be honest, I'm not in touch. I'm not like having the idea of wanting to go out and play a giant. You know, I'm not there to play PUBG on the tram. So you know, it's, it's not for me. But I can understand. Uh, you were talking about Loldal though, D, and mm-hmm. and Terry's talked about AI art, and I know and I understand this AI art or AI generated art is dickish. It it is, you know, there are people who could really do with not trying to put actual artists out of business by getting AI to copy other people's art and then. Change a couple of features and then say, "Oh yeah, it's brand new." So uh, yeah, but someone has made a Wordle-style game, according to PC Gamer, a Wordle-like game where you can guess prompts by the images it is created. Eh? So it's called Dolidle. Because we've we've heard about Dolly, the one where you can enter a prompt and it generates nine images. So it's that in reverse. It will give you an image, and you have to try and guess what prompt it's. Been. Okay. It was made. So. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna have a quick quick check of this. I'm not gonna. One the every on. What? Ah, right. You do get to you do get to see. Go with A. Crap. Ah, there she is. There's the Sally. For, for those watching, uh, for those not watching, uh, there's the Sally. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's more of a, a sort of a quiz where it shows you a couple of images and then says, out of these four quotes, which one was the correct one? So if, oh, you, okay. if, if you're liking to play uh, Wordle, but with Dolly images, then there you go. Uh can actually place it not so much because I place it on the links in the stream as well I've just realized I haven't set the chat box up for, for my version of the podcast but whatever so uh, glasp.co slash dolly dull d-a-l-l-e d-l-e so uh, that's that uh, our last piece of news okay you've heard of a small game called uh by this, you've heard a small game by an indie developer called uh, Blizzard. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, called called Overwatch. Yeah, I've heard of Overwatch. Yeah, 
So, uh, uh, yeah, Blizzard and Activision Blizzard as a whole. There's no other way of saying this. They fucked up. What the fuck, Blizzard? Uh, we haven't had one of those segments in a while. No. Well, we have now. So, um, yeah, so last week, uh, Overwatch 2 was officially released on Battle.net for the low, low price of free-to-play. But for the additional extras of battle passes up the wazoo. Standard. Like like battle pass for every character. As well as battle pass for the game itself. Because that's 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 how you do it. Of course you gotta make the money back, you know. Um not a freaking dead pixel. Yes, you do. You've had a dead pixel for a little bit. Sorry. Mm. But um yeah, so first mistake that I'd say that Blizzard did. Done. As they launched Overwatch 2, they closed Overwatch. Wow. D's, D's so shocked by that. They're not saying anything and just looking at the camera just like, oh, really? Did they? Again. Uh, so that's, that's mistake number one. Sp- mistake number two. They required two-factor verification to log into the game. And you might be asking, wait, no, two-factor verification is a good thing. And you, you know what? You're right. But when your two-factor verification involves you having to have a mobile number of a contract-only phone mm-hmm. in order to verify, that's a problem. I don't know where, it is. I don't know where my thing here is, but I've still got my um, thing here if I ever wanted to. Oh, my yeah, wild what? one. Yeah, so they've apparently changed that now, and it's uh, it's now you no longer need phone verification if you already have a copy of Overwatch. Doesn't really solve the problem, but yeah, sure, we'll move on. Other stuff, uh, how about this? People were getting tokens, because that's what you've got to do to buy... Um... Oh, Dean, you're so far off the screen now, it's, uh, it's insane. Sorry, there you go. Uh, bring yourself in just slightly. There you are. Um, yeah, so, you know, you get cosmetic tokens for playing games in a really grindy fashion. We expect that it's free to play. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be acceptable, but it's happening. Um, a Blizzard had accidentally had a bug in there that caused people to, you know, you want to save up your tokens for a particular skin, yeah? Or a particular helmet for your character or for a little dongle for you. For your guns or, or shit like that, yeah. How about how about Overwatch Two just automatically purchasing a skin once you've hit the threshold of a certain amount of tokens? Hmm. Yeah. And then also giant ass queues. Again, right? Yeah. So um, Overwatch Two, you know, just being a bit. Shit here, but the, I'd say the biggest, most egregious issue on this is that Overwatch 2, even though it went free to play, was supposed to have a story mode. Okay. Yeah, they seem to have fucking forgot about that. Mm. They said it was going to be there on release, it's now going to be later on down the line. Again, not surprised. Fucking Blizzard, honestly. However, the um, I will have to say there is a slight, uh, one slight thing. Apparently, they still know how to make cutscenes. 
one of the new characters, Kim uh, Kiriko, um, has a like uh, taking on a group of yakuza in an apartment building uh, by inhabiting the soul of a deaf child and allowing that deaf child to run at the yakuza, screaming with a giant fire axe. Sure. Sure, just just find the video. It's is probably the way to go. But um yeah, that's that's uh that's Overwatch 2 for you everyone. Uh, apparently, you know, uh eh, might be a good game. Uh, it doesn't look like it. I know um some people still want Overwatch, you know. Especially if you pour your time and money into Overwatch. Yeah, well, part part of that verification thing was supposed to then allow you to take because this was the thing that I had was, wait, so you're just going to lose all that stuff that you paid for, and earn. In in Overwatch one, no, it's like no. Apparently, if you verify, you get to carry it all over. Um, not that that's fully worked. <clears throat> you get get the idea. This doesn't always work properly. Ah oh, dear. When does but, it work? Was it? Uh, that's. It's true. It's very true. Especially early on, like um, like when Shadowlands and stuff. Oh, actually, Shadowlands wasn't bad. Every yeah. one before Shadowlands, it's like, oh look, we've done this. Oh look, it's buggy probably, as hell. Probably because probably because player counts hemorrhaged when you know during Shadowlands, particularly because that was also the expansion where well, got shit shit went. Well, no, I mean that was the that was the expansion that was released during the whole Blizzard. Oh, scandal! Yes, the scandal. So, you know, that's just how that works, right? I guess it's time for us to wrap up then. Okay. Unless you've got anything else you'd like to say. Ah, uh, oh, fair enough. So D's going to wrap up while I, I wrap up. Well done, D. Uh, so thank you for for anyone that may have come in and lurked and watched the live podcast, but. Uh, what I would say is that anyone that's uh, um, anyone that's listening, thank up. you very much for listening. You could give us a subscribe and like and, and do all that business. Uh, we stream pretty much all week. Uh, so that's something to consider. And you can also listen to this podcast uh, wherever podcasts are served. And, uh, you know, the, the podcast always... Why is always it a sorbet? Eh? Why is it a sorbet? Sorbet? Well, yeah, if you can eat it, sure. <laughs> Everyone can eat a podcast. That's just how that works. Um, um, and yeah, like I say, um, so the schedule for this week coming up, um, if you're watching this on Thursday when the podcast is released in VOD form, um, you already missed it. So uh, Tuesday, uh, more... Well, the on Tuesday, the not-yet-titled Monday night stream happens um, where I'm playing more Immortality and finding out what's going on with crazy film footage. At some point, I want to, I want to really play some more Resident Evil. So yeah, so keep an eye out um, on that. Best way, follow us on Twitch. You'll know when we go live. Mm. That's uh, that's an easy, that's an easy enough thing. And then D will play some more uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Uh, Team Fight Thursdays will return on Thursday. Uh, Friday. I know. I tried. Uh, I tried to do the solo stream. You played. You played a lot of Aram. Is is what happened. So, I tried. So that's that's how. I that... knew everyone was feeling under the weather and whatnot. So oh, I just thought... so I, that, that was at my worst on the first day. So I, I kind of pulled out Streamlabs and I just went. 
Is this how you do it? I mean, the last time I had it is loaded it... up was the last October. Is this a stream? <laughs> well, yeah, it's why the first stream went. Oh, I didn't transition. I'm like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're getting back up to it. You're getting back up to speed. That's how that is. Uh, Friday play session where we're looking at playing some sort of spooky game. Depending on how many of us, it would either be trivia party, trivia murder party, or Among Us, or both. Who knows? Um, depends if we can get numbers. So that's that's the aim. If we haven't got there. numbers, we might have to do some more crawl or something. Yeah, or yeah, we'll just sort of look at something from there. And then Saturday, I don't want to play. I don't want to play crawl without the fringy gods again. That was horrible. Ah. <sighs> Please taunt the gods, taunt the gods, um, and then Saturday oh. and Sunday uh, will be uh, role playing, not in the games, and that'll be all back from there. So uh, yeah, have a good week, uh, have a good time, and thank you very much, D, for for for, for joining <laughs> me on this unexpected podcast this week. And um, no, the podcast is expected. It was just unexpected that I would be hosting. Um, Right, have a good one, and we will catch you next time. So from me and D, toodaloo. Peace out.